Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Inspiration Show. This is one of our live versions of the Inspiration Show through Google Hangouts. Um, I'm Natalie Ledwell and it is my pleasure and my honour to be bringing this to you live every Thursday mornings at 10am. Now we have a very, very special treat. Today our special guest is Panash Desai. Did I say that right, Panash? You did, actually it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so Panash, um, uh, you may actually recognise from the Oprah show, was actually a guest on Oprah um, and today we're going to be talking about something called our soul signature. So um, in the spirit of the show, uh, uh, Panash, why don't we start first of all with just your story and how you got into doing this type of work. I was born into it. My um, family for four generations on my father's side in India had met actualized beings. And um, they weren't teachers, but they were beings who in their presence you could begin to remember your own essential divine nature. And my mother, before she had me, had had a stillborn baby girl. So when she was three months pregnant with me, she went to India to be blessed for my birth, and she met one of these beings. And uh, during that encounter, he basically told her that I would be coming back to facilitate the shift in consciousness, that indeed I was incarnating for one purpose and one purpose alone, and that was to facilitate this work. Uh, subsequently, I was raised in London, and um, my grandmother every morning would pray, and uh, the atmosphere in our home was one of devotion. You know, she was this really sweet Indian lady who smelled of coconut oil, and every morning she'd light incense and say her prayers, and she'd pray for all of us, for our health, for our abundance, you know, for everything, so that our lives would be lived in alignment with divine order. And uh, as a child, needless to say, I started having all kinds of experiences that quite frankly, I just thought made me very strange. Um, I knew things about people that I didn't want to know. I could feel their unresolved pain, their anger, their sadness, their fear, everything that they had accumulated inside of them. And uh, I remember uh, distinctly there was one specific moment where I was sitting on a bench and uh, this elderly gentleman came and sat down. And when he sat down, he looked uh, encumbered and heavy. It's like life had gotten the better of him. And all of a sudden he sits next to me and he starts telling me that he hates his wife and he hates his job and, you know, how miserable he is. And and uh, he's just going on and on and on. And I'm just looking at him like I'm seven years old. You know, <laughs> why are you sharing this with me? And as he's sharing it with me, he's ex he starts crying and he starts feeling his fear and he starts feeling all of his emotional content that, he's, that he had uh, repressed or suppressed, which I lovingly call his vibrational density. And... Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, when he gets up, um, he's sparkly. It's like, so he, when he sat down, he was encumbered and burdened by life. And when he got up, he was sparkly. And so, you know, this was happening and people were feeling things, experiencing things. And really, that was the foundation of my journey. Um, subsequently, when I hit my teens, I rebelled against it. And, uh, you know, the last thing I wanted to do was to be stuck in a room full of grown-ups meditating on a Saturday night. I'd rather be at the movies. Or out on it late. So, um, you know, I've had my I've had my own journey with this. And um, what I'll say is that you know, being Indian and being part of a five thousand year old cultural lineage where we've basically seen everything as a child, I was very skeptical. And so, even though uh, I, I was told that I was here to do something, I never really believed anything that anyone said on face value. And uh, you know, my journey culminated really in experience that I had of the divine in 2002, 2003, New Year's Eve 2002, 2003. And uh, I got to a point in my life where I just realized that it was just too painful for me not to be myself. And it was too painful for me, too painful for me to not live my soul signature, to live the most authentic core essence of who I was. And I screamed out 
to God and I said, if you exist and you're real, then I need to experience you. Because until I've experienced you, I'm not going to share this message and I'm not going to do what you've created me to do. So lo and behold, all of a sudden, I start having the experience and uh, I've outlined it all in my book. And, and uh, the end result of it is that I experience the divine just as this infinite ocean of love and light, this incredible presence. And there was no judgment, there was just acceptance. And um, that really, for me, was the moment where my role as a messenger and an old friend came into being. Well, I'm um, I'm glad, uh, and I know that the 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 world on mass will be very happy that you stepped into that, um, and that you actually listened to that. But I mean, of course, I can imagine you know being a child and just going through the you know I'm not normal and we you know what's all, all this about, but then being able to step into that now. So. Um, guys, this is a live show, which means that if you would like to ask any questions as we go along in the show, please write them in the text box below, and then we'll do our best to answer them before we before we get off the uh, the broadcast. So I th suppose my first question for you is: um, you, we talk about a soul signature. You know, what is your definition of that? What what does a soul signature mean? The soul signature is your spiritual DNA. Mm. It's who you are at your core. It's your most authentic expression. So. You know, we're all a part of this infinite energy. However, we're all unique expressions of it. And that unique expression or unique resonance is our soul signature. Um, you know, yoga, yogic philosophy, and mystical paths and traditions, and uh, teachers, and, you know, have known for the longest time that we're vibrational beings and that we inhabit a vibrational universe. And when I had the experience of the divine, I was showing very clearly that, you know, we're really energy and that our soul exists at the subtlest level of energy. The layer above that is our emotional layer. That's where all of our unresolved emotional content gets stored. That then in turn informs our unconscious mind. That informs our conscious mind. And then finally that informs our body. So any and all discord originates from that emotional layer. Right. So the reason why people's finances aren't where they'd like them to be is because there's something that they haven't allowed themselves to experience. There's a trauma within them that they haven't thought through to completion or there's a certain emotion that they're unwilling to accept and experience. And that's true for our health, that's true for our connection to the divine, that's true for everything. It's like we all have this incredible potential within us. It's just that this emotional content and emotions for me are just energies in motion have just become accumulated inside of us. And when we can start to experience them and open them up, then we start living our soul signature. And when we do that, we end up just living this most extraordinary adventure that unfolds in the most synchronistic way that leads us to places that we couldn't even imagine for ourselves. So these um, these emotions or these events or things that happen to us that, that are kind of holding us back, mm. uh, are these events that happen to us in our life or are they a lesson that we meant to have learnt already? What are those, what are those kind of events? Well, it's it's basically like the tears that we were unwilling to cry. It's like you know being on the playground and you know somebody says somebody says something you know awful about you, and in that moment it's like you'll make a decision not to cry instead of just feeling the sadness. Yeah. Well, what happens is that you know energy can shift states. So and so can our emotions. So for example, when we don't experience our sadness, it accumulates and accumulates inside of us until eventually it becomes depression. But in the same way that it can become heavier and denser. It can also become lighter and move through us, you see, because ultimately it wants to stay in a state of flow. It's the same thing with our anger. You know, ultimately something happens in life and we're triggered, and, but we won't experience our anger because it's socially unacceptable. 
and it's not been modeled to us in a way that's constructive. Typically, anger is only ever modeled to us in a way that's destructive. Right. And so then we won't get angry. Well, then what happens is we stuff it, we stuff it, we stuff it, until eventually it becomes rage. Mm. And it's the same thing with our fear. You know, it's, we won't feel our fear. It's like we'll avoid feeling our fear. We'll distract ourselves from the discomfort. And what I've discovered, you know, in working with hundreds of thousands of people is that every single time we trace whatever the issue is back to its source, we will find an unexperienced emotion. There is something on that emotional level that they are unwilling to feel. And that actually, when we feel it, literally, we can shift their energy and shift their lives. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, I'm just thinking back to to maybe a situation, um, you know, that most people find themselves in. Let's mm. say it's like an ongoing situation, and they go, okay, well, I, this is upsetting me, this is hurting me. Well, so for my own self-preservation, I need to not allow this to hurt me anymore. Mm. Um, and so I, I would imagine that most people that you come across have something that they've held back or that, they, that they've suppressed. Um, yeah. that, that is a, does it apply to everybody? Yeah, it does. Yeah, you see, we receive really bad training on this planet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like we're. It's not okay to feel. It's not okay to experience. Like it's okay to experience certain emotions, but it's not okay to experience them all. Yeah. You know, and but just imagine, like, let's say in that moment, you could actually accept your anger, you could accept your fear, you could accept your sadness, and you could actually just experience it inside of you. You know, the more we can accept anger as a part of our experience, the less we act it out. Mm. because it begins and ends inside of us. Literally, every emotion can begin and end inside of us. And at that point, we don't accumulate this heaviness. We don't accumulate this density. And then we live in a greater alignment with our true purpose. You know, we're, we, we're, we're you know, enlivened with our passion, and our passion is what drives us. And we tap into this state of joy that is just there and ever-present in every moment. And so... You know, the end result of our willingness to feel and to be human is that we become peaceful in the midst of whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, I mean, I'm, I'm even thinking about, you know, society and how we are, like, you know, even with young boys, you mm. know, we're told boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. You know, you've got to toughen up. You've got to be tough. And especially being Australian, I'm like, oh, my, our, whole, our whole nation is tough. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining how you know a lot of us are actually doing that and, and suppressing all of those emotions. So yeah. how do we how do we identify if we are doing that and how do we release them? Well, the the first place to look is in your life. You know, if your finances are dwindling, you're struggling financially, then there's something that you need to look at. Same thing with your health. Same thing in your relationships. You know, our our lives are uh, an indication of our vibrational state and our personal energy you know or how in alignment we are with our soul signature mm. and so you know anywhere where there's a struggle there's a crisis there's a challenge there's an unresolved energy playing out inside of you that wants your attention and all that's required is our willingness to become aware of what that is once we become aware of it we can then be open to experiencing it and once we've felt it at that point our personal frequency elevates and then the universe and our reality meets us in a broader way you know, it's literally, you know, where there was this inability to receive financial uh, prosperity, all of a sudden when we deal with the underlying energy that's there, people can flourish. Same okay. thing with health challenges, you know, where there's any disease or illness. What I've discovered is that in the majority of cases, when we can identify what the emotion is and we're open to experiencing it, 
in the majority of cases, the disease goes away, you know, and that's true. And the same thing in relationships. It's like, you know, the more we can love and accept who we are, the more then in turn we can be available to love and accept those around us. And so there's an incredible simplicity and incredible power in this. And all that's required is our willingness to be who we've been designed to be and to feel everything there is to feel because our feelings are our point of connection. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, towards the end of last year, Glenn and I separated, um, huh. and it, it, it's a great thing. We just realized that uh, our marriage had run its course, and we're still great business partners and really good friends. Hmm. Um, we're just not meant to be married anymore, and, and I re remember after the, the first separation first happened, I'm like, I really need to, if I'm sad, I need to feel sadness. I need yeah. to be able to feel it and then move through it. Um, and uh, and because you know and honestly and I'm being really open here uh, before that I mean you know we knew that the writing was on the wall that, that that things weren't going well in our marriage and so I was you know drinking every day so yeah. I stopped drinking alcohol so I stopped numbing out um, and then actually went through and felt those emotions and moved through them and yeah. to be honest with you I dropped 20 pounds in about three and a half weeks yes um, and it wasn't because I was stressed it was because all of a sudden it was like this big release of emotion and release of I don't need this anymore and being able to move through those emotions that really made this significant change to to my mind and my body. Yeah, it does. It, actually, the funny thing is that when we're willing to feel whatever there is to feel, mm. our body can naturally come back into harmony. Yeah. And yeah. literally, those things that we've been trying to change or fix or you know improve by themselves evolve into yeah. their grandest expression yeah. and so that's why this is so cool because you know we're really engaging in a conversation that people have yet to tap into and to access and I think that you know this book and all the information that's in it is really going to support people in doing that one of the chapters is on addiction and uh, I've actually restated it to be distraction you know so often in life we're distracting ourselves from feeling and distractions can come in all forms you know you can TV or you can social media or you can overeat or you know sex or drugs or alcohol and all these things are doing they're just robbing us of our life force mm. they're robbing us of, of our calm our serenity our power and possibility yeah. and so the more we can begin to be available for life and be open to feeling what there is to feel inside of us the more our life starts to take off and I've seen it you know hundreds of thousands of times from people all over the world regardless of their upbringing you know, when they start to tap into their soul signature and they start to align with who they are and they're vulnerable mm. and open, sky's the limit. Yeah. No, well, I'm, uh, I'm living proof of that. I actually call this, this is Nat 2.0. This is the new version. I like that. <laughs> actually, this is, this is the original Nat. She's back again. You know what? That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. I feel like I'm tapping back into who I am again. Yeah. Um, and I'm not deflecting, not deflecting, not numbing, not, you know, not trying to get my mind on something else. I'm really just stepping back into who I really am. And it's just my, my happiness levels and everything is just incredible, like, like I haven't experienced for a long time. Can we, have we got time to do just a quick something with you? Absolutely, yes. Okay, just close your eyes for me. Okay. Okay, and in your mind's eye, just see your ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband. And all I would like you to do is just to see yourself giving him a hug. And just breathe and just relax your body. And just be open to feeling whatever there is to feel inside of you.
And I'd like you all to do this. Anywhere in your lives where you have a tumultuous relationship or a relationship has ended, maybe it's a divorce, it's a breakup, whatever it is, just see the individual, see the person in your mind's eye and just see yourself giving them a hug. And then just breathe and relax and be open to feeling whatever there is to feel around that relationship. And that just for everyone who's tuning in, how do you feel like what's going on inside of you as you're doing this? I mean, honestly, I have nothing but love for him. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't. It's like, I, you know, I, we, we don't blame each other. We understand things that happened and we grew yeah. apart. We're going in different directions, which is cool. But honestly, there's not another person on the planet that I love and respect more than him. You yeah. know, and I really honestly want the best for him. You know, so, and we and we our lives have both improved because we were able to come to this decision yeah. um, that had plagued us for a while. Yeah, you know, I often uh, speak to people who leave relationships, and you know, this exercise proves to be so powerful for them because often we sign a piece of paper and we think we've moved on, you know, and and you know the love's gone, and you know, and and uh, you know all of a sudden something shifted. But what people don't realize is that when you love someone, the love never goes away; it just changes forms. Exactly. And the more you can embrace whoever the individual is and be open to feeling whatever there is to feel inside of you, the more you then move into a place of vibrational forgiveness. Yeah. And then when you engage in a relationship or you start to move on in your life, you'll attract people into your reality that are in a completely different vibrational place. Yeah. You know, so often in life people leave a relationship and they end up choosing the same person in a different body over and over and over again. <laughs> and uh, this is one way to ensure that we really move on and we feel everything there is to feel, and it's uh, vibrational forgiveness. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster there for a while, but yeah. but like I said, it was I, I I really needed to do that. So um, Panesh, thank you so much for joining me today. We we've having we've had such a great show, and and I really appreciate you going through that process as well. Because um, you. you know I agree. I think uh, there is. You know, when, like I said, when we look at our situation, there is no blame. We both contributed different things, and yeah. I think that you know, we and I know and I speak for Glenn as well that we really do still love each other that much. We just realize that our relationships just transitioned into something different. Yeah, but it's great, you know. And that's such a beautiful way to look at it. You know, I, I, that's that's an incredible way to see it. And uh, I love you. Thank you so much for just sharing <laughs> so vulnerably and just authentically. Like, what a neat interview. That's Thanks. awesome. Thank you, Matt. Well, thank you for joining me. Now, um, so where is the best place that we can send people if they want to find out about more about you and the book and, and the work that you do? Well, you can actually go to my um, website. It's panashdesai.com and panash is P-A-N-A-C-H-E and then my last name is D-E-S-A-I.com. And uh, my book's available for pre-order through Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, so make sure you get it and uh, spread the word. And I can't wait to share this incredible journey of discovering your soul signature with you. Wonderful. Um, and I hope that you are narrating the audio version of the book because I like to listen to a lot of my books on audio. So I did, actually, yeah. I, I actually took uh, two and a half days and went in the studio and actually narrated it myself. And it was just the most incredible experience because... You know, underneath the words is the energy of the message, and it actually becomes a meditative experience for people to to receive. So, and the book is that too. It's a vibrational tool. So, I'm just excited. Yeah. 
Excellent, excellent. So guys, look, uh, thank you again for joining us today. Um, now, uh, if you're on the um, on the on our uh, Inspiration Show page, make sure that you share this video. Please get the word out there. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, I also encourage you to um, download the app if you haven't done so already so that you can watch the shows on the go. Uh, and you can actually watch the recording of this show again, which will be available through the page and the app. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box here so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, guys, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye for now. Bye.